0: It's TKO with the great Tim O'Keefe. Be sure to follow him at TKO underscore picks. Tim O'Keefe joining us here. We're going to go around the world, a little NBA, a little Major League Baseball, revisit some plays. But first of all, Tim, great to have you here on Thursday at 5 o'clock, my friend. Number two is I understand that you are inching a little bit closer to towards pick 100 for phillyunfister.com. And uh, man, am I mistaken? on 58%. Fifty six and forty one right now with the record is that is that correct?
1: Sean, that is a hundred percent correct. It's been a blast. Obviously, we've been doing it for the last couple months, and yeah, you know, I, when I started this out, I was like, I didn't think I'd ever make it to pick one hundred because I <laughs> thought, you know, everything would go terrible. I'd be L 15 and then they'd kick me off. But hey, we, like you just said, we got that fifty eight percent win percentage, and we're coming up. We're at ninety seven total picks now, so we'll have the Saturday six pack come out. Uh, this weekend, and that'll, that'll get us to that 100 mark. And like my goal coming into this really, I wanted to shoot 60%, which is, like I think a lot of sports players sure. are like, if you can do that, that's great. Yep. So I set the bar high, and we are, we're right there on that edge. And it's been a blast, and I'm looking forward to uh, keeping going there.
0: So, what are you right now feeling? Are you feeling NBA? Are you are you excited about you know like I feel like when we when we start picking games, and especially you, you're a hell of a lot more detailed than I am. Um, when it comes to it, like it, it's more gut. You, you you just you feel positive about your picks, so on and so forth. So, you know, with MLB just starting out, how comfortable are you right now selecting MLB games?
1: Sure. So, you know, it's kind of like you see the the new toy in the toy store, like MLB is back and you want to get that, you get that gut vibe. And obviously I'm, I'm wasn't the only one. I'm sure a lot of people out there were waiting, like they get that new sport to come back and you were ready to place those bets. And you're right though. It is tougher because there's so many new variables. The guys have had months off and you have different teams making trades and there's just a lot of new variables out there. So I'm still definitely comfortable making MLB picks. I'll be honest, I've had some luck, luck or success early on with MLB. NBA, though, you're more in the midst of the season. You get a better sense. You know what teams are. You can establish more trends. So the data side of it is going to be a little easier with NBA to start until we can really establish some of these new teams with MLB. What I would say, I guess for anyone out there who's betting MLB, and this is, really goes for a lot of sports out there, um, and I've heard this stuff for MLB and football specifically, is early in the season, like, just like I just said, there's a lot of new teams, a lot of new faces, and guys have had months off to either get better or get worse underdogs early in the season, you usually get a little more value on because teams are, the the odds makers are one overestimating how good the favorites are going to be two maybe underestimating how good those underdogs are going to be. So there's usually some value early on with those specifically with baseball and football. I know we're months away from football. So that's one thing that I've kept my eye on for baseball. But again, data wise NBA right now is going to be, if I'm just looking analytics at it, NBA is going to be easier. That doesn't mean that you won't see several MLB plays this weekend, but Data side of me is loving the NBA a little bit more than MLB right now.
0: No doubt. We're talking to Tim O'Keefe here uh, at TKO underscore picks is where you can find him on socials. One thing I do know from MLB opening weekend, first series, dogs were barking 25-18. and and uh specifically the underdogs between plus 100 and plus 110 they were 11 and 2 over the opening weekend so that's interesting but I don't foresee that being the the move for you know over the next couple of weeks I just think that that was the opening weekend feel uh, but still everybody's yeah. everybody's firing on it it's great to have baseball back the Phillies were the last undefeated team in MLB which is just something that just blows my mind but uh, a lot of fun to be able to watch MLB and, and I'm also seeing a lot of people talk about first five are you dabbling in the early innings versus going full game or what are you seeing right now as far as MLB
1: Sure. So generally I'm a full game guy. I know there's a lot of value in those first five, but I think the first five value comes in because you know, the starting pitchers, right? Each night you get the bullpens come into when, one, when are they going to come into the game Two, which relievers is each team going to use does bring in an extra variability. But I do feel that when I look at those first five lines, like if I'm betting on a, like, let's say, let's take DeGrom on the Mets, the value so decreased there on him. And then it's like, I I see more value in getting the underdogs for the longer part of the game. I do. I'm not saying I don't play any first fives. Of course I do. I see value. I'll find value in there as well. I'm generally more of a full game total and uh, money line guy. But obviously, look, hey. Every better has their different trends. That's what I do. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong specifically there. If you use the right
0: analytics to find the answer. No doubt. All right. We're talking to Tim O'Keefe, TKO underscore picks on social media, where you can find him. Read him at phillyonfilture.com. Hear him every Thursday here on The Gambler. Uh, Most of the baseball is day games again today, Tim. We got two games coming up here at 7.07 and 8.10 p.m. this evening. I'll update the live action and some of the final scores from earlier in the day, a little bit later in this hour Uh, uh, but there's two games, as I pointed out, seven oh seven and eight ten. And you said you have a play in the Oakland A's Houston Astros game. Really good series, both pretty good teams. Uh on the mound Javier for the Astros and Irvin on the mound for the A's. Right now DK Sportsbook Houston opened up at minus one sixty nine, now down to minus one hundred fifty five. On the flip side, the total went up from nine and a half up to ten. Your opinion on this game is what though, Tim?
1: Yeah. So, so when I look at the A's right now, if I'm an A's fan, I am I am a little terrified. Obviously, they've they've always been the lower budget team, but they've usually found a way to like make up for the players that lost in free agency, and they lost Marcus Simmons in the off season and some other other pieces that left the uh, left Oakland Coliseum. And it all of a sudden, it seemed like the wheels sell off, right? Because they got their first win of the season last night in extra innings against the Dodgers. And really, they should have lost the game. To their credit, they, they scored in the last inning on a blown save by Kenley Jansen for the Dodgers. But they, are, they were very close to being still defeated coming into the second week of the season. Before that, their closest loss was by four runs. So that means until last night, the closest they came was losing by four runs. And the other losses they had were by seven-plus. So they they haven't just been losing. They've been getting blown out. They're now coming back in facing the Astros, who were the team that did a lot of those blowouts in the, early, the first series of the year. So now they're matching up with them again. And you mentioned you have former Philly Cole Irvin on the mound, and I know I was talking with John Jansen about this before because – Irvin is I, – I, look, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and it's not, nothing against him, but he, he just does not seem to me to have the stuff of a guy who's going to have a ton of success in the major leagues. There's not a lot of fastball velocity. There's really no other – there's not a ton of movement. His control is not great. There's nothing that makes him stand out. In games in his career where Cole Irvin has pitches, pitched, and, again, he's a younger guy, so it isn't that big. But the team is 5-15, and 15, whether he shows up in the game as a starter or a lever. That's not his personal record, but the team is just 5-15. and 15. I don't like the way he's going to be coming into this matchup where Houston just saw what he already had. I, I think it's coming back to another blowout here where the Astros take care of the A's easily. So I'm ready to lay the minus one and a half. And like you said, it's a down it's, the line is actually shifting towards Oakland, which I do find interesting, but in my head, I, I, feel very comfortable with Houston being able to handle Cole Irvin in the athletics tonight. Yeah. So I'm a ready to lay the uh, the run line at minus one and a half.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and I was just talking about the money line. But uh love the run line as well when we start w- involving the away teams, as you say, with the minus. And uh, I love the fact that the Stros are – you know, winning, but at the same time, they're hearing it. But, you know, the people weren't forgetting just because last year we were off, no fans in the stands. Do you see what happened in Anaheim the other day where they were throwing trash cans, inflatable cans out in the field? I love it.
1: John, b- baseball fans are the best to me. Like this, this the the elephant memory with them where they were not going <laughs> to let that year off, let the Astros get away from that. The blowing up of a the inflatable trash can, all time move. I know it's not, it doesn't get as much love as some of our other ones that we've seen, but sure. That, That was an incredible move. I really hope those guys get it all year long. An inflatable
0: trash can. Who knew they made those things?
1: I completely. Hey, you know what? There's a great. People have great ideas every day, and that one all of a sudden came to fruition, and we saw it the other night, and it's just a great thing. And I hope they hear it all season long. No. That being said, like I just said, I'm going to be rooting for the Astros tonight. I'm <laughs> going to put a couple a uh, couple dollars on them, but that's that's besides the point.
0: Yeah. Ring the bell, Tim O'Keefe, TKO here with his picks. My, a plus one eighteen once again. Stroh's minus one and a half home squad this evening. A-10 first pitch. Um, okay, let's switch gears to get over to the NBA. Talk about the association. A lot of games on tap this evening. A lot of good games, too, in fact. Uh, no 76ers. They'll be back in action tomorrow. What do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games this evening. You got four games that you want to get into. I want to start with the Suns because of, I was up late last night. Had them on the money line. They were catching two at home uh, plus money, and uh, I love the fact that I said, alright, let's go with it. I got burned in the first quarter I Followed Julian Edlow's play from DraftKings Sportsbook yesterday on the first quarter it did not happen. They were up by big, and all of a sudden they blew it down the stretch of that first quarter. Oh well, but had them for the money plus for the game plus money won that. But here tonight, back at it, on the road in LA, taking on the Clippers, catching six two is Your total year money line. If you're feeling froggy, take a leap. Clippers minus two thirty, Suns plus one eighty eight. Where are you at, Timmy?
1: Sure. So Sean, when I look at this, we got two teams that. Are near the top of the Western Conference. We have all know that. So the second and third seed right now. And the Suns just took down the Jazz, like you mentioned last night, who were the one seed. So we've had a couple of elite Western Conference matchups these last couple nights. Clippers have won and yeah, one covered eight of their last ten, so they've been hot at the books and on the court. Suns are nine and one straight up in their last ten, and they're six and four against the spread in those ten. So not quite as hot of the book, but still a solid record. The Suns are coming into this one as a road underdog, and they've only been that five times this season. So obviously they're getting they're getting some respect to not to only have that happen five times when a lot of teams on the road automatically come in as dogs. And the Suns are undefeated in that role this season. When they are an underdog on the road, they have not they have not lost the, against the spread. Excuse me. So just against the spread, they are undefeated. And the way I look at it is, this, this Phoenix team, like you just said, they were home dogs last night. They're dogs again now uh, against the Clippers, up to six points. And they've been playing so well. I, if I'm getting points with the Suns, it's going to be tough for me not to take them there. I, it is a back-to-back. Like we just said, they played late last night. They're 7-3 and three against the spread in their last 10 as a, in the second half of a back-to-back. I'm feeling comfortable taking the Suns in the six points here. I feel like they keep getting some disrespect. When I saw that line this morning, I was expecting to look at an in injury report and say, wait, is someone missing? I don't see anybody messing, so I'm ready to give me the points in the Suns because I'm not going to be surprised if they win this game outright. The official pick will be give me the six, but the money line's interesting to me too.
0: Yeah, I agree. Not a lot of respect right now for the Suns. Very mm-hmm. interesting to see uh, these numbers coming out, but plus one eighty eight. We'll see on the money line. I'm sure a lot of people are looking at that. Uh, you know. Gotten the Birdman with the hands going, rubbing the hands together, feeling good about that play. We'll see. Uh, all right, keeping it moving. Next play for Tim O'Keefe. We want to talk about the Cavs, one of the best teams. I kid. Uh They're three, three and three-and-a-half-point favorites, though, on the road this evening. I got to look at that one twice at OKC. Uh two eighteen and a half and a half is your total here. Your thoughts, though, Tim?
1: Yeah, Sean, so you just led right in where you see the Cavs as a favorite on the road. Something jumps out of you, and the same thing jumped out at me. And that has actually only happened one time since LeBron left back in 2018. There has been a favorite on the road only one time. It was earlier this year against the Timberwolves, and they, to be fair, they did not cover in that game. But when you see that line, it does jump out at you like, wait a second, what's going on here? I think under the radar, Oklahoma City, not, maybe not under the radar, it depends, I guess, where you're looking in comparison. Oklahoma City, to me, is clearly in a tank mode. I know the magic we spoke about like last couple weeks with the trade deadline, they clearly just trade everyone away. Oklahoma City, they... They just literally told Al Horford, hey, don't show up. Like, we're going to test out the young guys, which I think we all know. We saw some of that with the Sixers during the process years. And they have 34 picks over the next seven seasons, which is an astounding number to me. So they're clearly in tank mode. In their last three games for the Thunder, they have been blown out each time. The closest they've come in their last three games is losing by 24 to Detroit. So it has been rough times in Oklahoma City. They've lost eight of ten, or sorry, seven, excuse me, seven of eight against the spread. And like it's not a love play for the Cavs. My play is against the Thunder, and they've been getting blown out. The Cavaliers are the favorite, and it's odd to me, and that jumps out of me, so I am going to jump on the Cavs here, because they're a favorite for a reason. The Thunder just don't have it. I think it's going to be an ugly rest of the season for Oklahoma City fans, and I'm ready to take the Cavs minus three and a half on the road.
0: Ring the bell, baby! Tim O'Keefe, TKO underscore picks. Get his plays at phillyoomster.com. Be sure to follow him. Mandatory follow. Timmy kicking butt and taking names for us. Keeping it moving. Two more plays on the NBA side. Lakers, speaking about a team that's struggling. I Let me get your thoughts on this one. Yesterday, I said, alright, Alright, let's do it. I went with Denver. I took a flyer on Denver coming out of the West to 8-1. I got them winning it all, at 18-1. to I'm just i not believing in the Lakers. There's just too much going wrong with them right now. Could LeBron return in the next three weeks and all of a sudden right the ship? Of course. I'm not dumb enough to say that he's not, but obviously I'm willing to bet against it this year. Uh, the Heat, their nine-point favorites at home hosting the Lakers. What's your opinion on this game tonight, Tim?
1: Sure, Sean, so I'll do have a quick comment on that Nuggets pick. I do like that Nuggets pick. I think there's going to be tough for the Lakers to get everything back. Of course, I'm never going to say LeBron has no chance, like yep. you just said. But I see value in the West. The team we just talked about, with the Suns, number one, and then also Denver. And I'll admit, just share with everybody, uh, the Nuggets to me over the past since they got Jokic really I've always loved betting on the Nuggets I kind of I buy into that system and I had a bet on a futures bet on them last year to win the west and obviously they surprised everybody when they took out the Clippers couldn't beat the last the other LA team but It is I I buy into the Nuggets having a shot there, so I do like that play. Now let's talk about the Lakers and Heat tonight, where we got that finals rematch. Like we just said, they're minus a few key characters in LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's a big spread in this game. I don't really have a great vibe on the spread, so I'm really looking at the total here. We have the lowest total on the board, and it's one of the lowest ones I've seen this year at 203.5. And And I'll admit, I'm looking at it, and I get it. It's scary. Like, wow, today's NBA 203.5. We've had these situations come up a few times. And I think we've spoken about a couple of them. And this is, again, a game where I don't know if the number can go low enough realistically where I'm not going to like it. Both of these teams are built around defense, where L.A., even with the loss of LeBron and Anthony Davis, they are one of the top teams in defensive efficiency still over, this, uh, over that time frame, especially in the last three games, which is a more recent sample. But they are top three in defensive efficiency in that stretch. Miami, on the other side, good defensive team, but not as high in defensive efficiency. The key with Miami and why they go under so much is they, they play slow. They're they one of the slower-paced teams in the league, so there's just not as many offensive possessions. And when there's not as many offensive possessions, there's less points. Uh, over the last three games, they're averaging under 100 possessions a game, which is a very low number. And I'm buying in that these teams could stay under 200, and I feel relatively safe with that again i'll tell i'm obviously taking it to 203 and a half i'll take all those points but that line's been dropping all day and i I think it's going to keep dropping so i recommend everyone get in on it as soon as you can and we've seen it there's a certain games in this year's nba i i know look offense is more exciting Mm -hmm. i have fun with these under bets man when it is just coming in and it's like man both teams are at 80 80 and there's only like five minutes left and i'm just cruising i'm like i got another 30 points i'm safe It's fun, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm expecting this one to be another one of those.
0: Yeah, last time you told us, I think it was like two weeks ago, and you gave us a total that was like, yeah, that's not even going to come close to 200. I think it was the Knicks.
1: Yep, Heat and Knicks. Yeah. So we got one of those guys still here.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that's true. Good call by you. All right. that's Well, you don't have to convince me anymore. I'm firing on that one. Last and final play, ring the bell, Tim O'Keefe, TKO underscore picks. Once again, he joins us every Thursday. com every Saturday for his six-pack. My man is about to put out his 100th pick. I need you to text me, whatever that is, your 100th play, because I am absolutely playing it on Saturday. I don't care what it is, just to let you know, Tim. But uh the fourth and final game here, you want to talk about the Chicago Bulls' is that at 7:40 p.m. first game on the uh docket this evening in the NBA card. They are on the road in Tampa taking on the Toronto Raptors. Catching 4 uh Toronto's the home squad catching 4 two seven, 217 total. Your thoughts on this one, Timmy? Yeah, so so
1: this is a Really it's surprising to say, but it's a playoff implication match here on who makes it or not because obviously this year we have ten teams from each conference that are gonna make it. There's gonna be that play in tournament. So ten seeds the last spot to get in there. The Bulls are currently holding that by two games over the Raptors who are in eleven. And I'm kinda seeing when I look at these teams, they're two teams going in opposite directions. When I look at Toronto, they're two and eight in their last ten against the spread, three and seven straight up during that stretch. And, and they've lost some games. This is some weak competition. That's, they want to make a playoff, if they've got to take care of business, where they've lost games outright to Cleveland, Detroit, Oklahoma City, and the Lakers in this stretch, which they haven't had LeBron in AD. So they are not going the right direction. They're also one and four in their la- against the spread in their last five home games, which home in quotations in uh, Florida down there. But they're they're not playing well. The Bulls on the other side, we know that they got their new all-star piece in Vucevic. And it, out of those gates, they were struggling a little bit. But they've now covered in four straight games. They're two and two overall, but they've covered twice. And those two losses were to uh, to solid competition. So not where we're looking at the Toronto situation where they're losing to kind of the dogs of the league. The Bulls were losing to good competition, where I believe it was the Jazz, and I'm I'm blanking on the other one, but there was another top team in that stretch. And really I look at this and they're going these teams are going the opposite direction. The Bulls are the favorite on the road in Toronto. And I'm buying – they, they've got this – they're going the one way, Toronto's going the other way. These teams are going to meet, and I feel pretty confident with Chicago coming in tonight. I do want to throw one caveat in there because I'm looking on the injury report. Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen are marked as probable, so I expect them to play. Levine's really the key there. If marketing's out, I'll still feel okay. Obviously, I'd like to have a full squad. If all of a sudden Zach Levine is ruled out, if we get closer to game time, I'm probably going to back off this play. I'm going to wait pretty much up until the minute just to make sure until he's officially ruled in to make my play. The line that's built there with them, them minus four at the Raptors... That is assuming that they're going to play, hence why I'm going to wait for that confirmation. I don't think it's going to shoot up a ton. I think it's already built in, but I'd recommend everyone to wait just to get that confirmation. So look around 6.30 or so to try to get that final injury report.
0: I love it. Tim, outstanding job, man. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on our show here and making our listening audience a better, better, uh, pulling the trigger on whether they're doing MLB, NBA, fading you, whatever it may be, but bottom line is you got great information, great insight, and already makes sense with a lot of your plays. That's why you're picking at it the percentage that you are. And again, man, I, I can't thank you enough. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you just, you're kicking butt and taking names for us. So continue to do so, please. We'll continue to follow you at TKO underscore picks and reading you at PhillyUpster.com. Best of luck on your plays this evening, Timmy. Uh, did you have a. You said you were at X Golf. I'm sorry, I buried the lead last. You were at X Golf last night?
1: I was at X Golf last night. Sean, I love it there. I'm in a league on Wednesday nights now, and it's, it's a blast, man. I got. I shot pretty. I'll be honest, actually, it was a little bit of a rough night where we were in our league matchup, and uh, uh, TKO might have blown the final putt to get the tie, and oh. it turned into a loss. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a tough one. Um, but it's a blast there. Honestly, it's just a great time. And uh yeah, X Golf is a great time that I I can't wait to get back there, and I can't thank you enough for all the opportunities you've had me on this show for. And I love giving out the information that I can find. And I love doing it every week. It's a highlight of my week, Sean.
0: My man. Well, keep it moving, keep it grooving, and uh good luck on your plays. And I will tell you this X golf garnet valley, X golf dot com for the people that haven't been there. You just heard it from Tim it, it's it's an incredible place all right it's heaven for anybody that likes golf you'll love it your girlfriend will love it your significant other whatever it may be even if they don't golf they got a bar full food everything it's just a great great spot tim awesome job as usual continue to read you affiliatevers.com following you at tko underscore picks you demand best look on your place
1: Thank you, Sean. Can't wait to do it next week, man. Looking forward to it. Ring the bell!
0: There he is. Tim O'Keefe. Great stuff. Getting the party started. Five o'clock. Woo! All right.